The Better Alternative to New Year's Resolutions Yearly Themes By May every year, New Year's resolutions have long been forgotten. Gym memberships have expired. Diets have been replaced by fast food. People are no longer thinking, This year I'll be better. This isn't groundbreaking. We all know the stereotypes of New Year's resolutions. It's exactly why I review my intentions for the year around May. I have found it's a great time to gauge my progress. It's late enough in the year that, if I haven't been vigilant, I've completely forgotten about my intentions to be better, but it is still early enough to make any needed course corrections. I believe most of us want to be better, but better can be a tricky thing. To the perfectionist, it is a condemnation. To the realist, it can feel impossible. To the dreamer, it can be an empty promise. On one hand, better can be a beacon of hope. On the other hand, better can be a well of disappointment. I have learned that managing my improvement comes down to adopting a healthy perspective. For me, this meant a paradigm shift and even a rebranding in how I thought about setting yearly goals. This shift is why I don't think about New Year's resolutions. Instead, I focus on framing a yearly theme to guide my intentions. Why New Year's resolutions don't work for me. I've never been one to set New Year's resolutions. Between their popularity and stereotypes, I never wanted to go anywhere near them. They seem too fanciful and too destined for failure to me. I was extremely pragmatic growing up. If I wanted to do something, I did it. If I didn't, I didn't. I never set goals or thought very long term. It was easier to just go with the flow. The first time I remember sitting down and writing out goals was shortly after I graduated high school. But even then, I didn't think about them in the way goals are traditionally thought about. It was more about outlining a potential life plan and defining the steps I could envision taking. One of the things I disliked about goals was the idea of setting time constraints. Time constraints meant strict accountability. Strict accountability meant frequent failure, and frequent failure meant constant guilt. The other thing I dislike about the notion of New Year's resolutions is the tendency to treat them as sprints. It always seemed to me that people wanted a quick fix instead of a slow solution. In my experience, lasting change takes a tremendous effort over a long period. It is often uncomfortable and at times painful. It requires diligence that goes beyond the purview of a single year. What I wanted was a way to remain accountable without the stress of feeling constant guilt. I wanted long-term improvements instead of short-term solutions. And I wanted the idea to feel easy because I knew that the effort would be anything but. The Power of Yearly Themes I first learned about the idea of yearly themes from a podcast called Cortex. Instead of setting New Year's resolutions, they outlined a theme for the year. I've come to think of a theme as 1. Simple, 2. General, and 3. Applicable. A yearly theme is everything that a New Year's resolution isn't. It is broad, unspecific, and not time-dependent. A theme must be simple. Simplicity means that it can be recalled at any moment. There is never a need to check a post-it note on the mirror to remember the parameters. 
This often means that a theme is no more than a single word. That single word can be called upon at any time to help inform decisions. Keeping themes general allows them to be flexible. It isn't about reaching a certain weight, it's about improving one's health. Any progress is a success. Success then leads to more progress. It's a positive approach toward reaching goals as opposed to being guilt-based. It also removes the pressure of time by encouraging every and all progress. Applicable themes lead to the most change. Applicable means that it can be used in almost any area of your life, whether it be work, social, or personal. A good theme can adapt to any situation. Themes are better understood when experienced. My first experience with adopting a yearly theme was so transformational that I've done it every year since. My first yearly theme. Shortly after my partner had our first child, I was struggling to find direction in life. I had dropped out of college a few years previous, but I was considering going back to a university. This was a big deal for me. I do not like universities. Not in the studying is boring sense, but in the universities are corrupt institutions more interested in turning out a product than educating individuals sense. It was not a matter of desire. It was the principle of the thing. I was only considering it because I didn't believe I had any other choice. One of the universities I applied to was a few hours away from where we lived at the time. I had to take time off from work to meet with an academic action committee there. We even had to rent a hotel for the night. It was a big deal for our young family. On our way back from that meeting, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that going back to university was not the right decision for me, at least at that time. As we drove, my partner and I hatched a plan for how we were going to change our future. At the center of that plan was our first yearly theme, vigor. We needed a big change, and a big change requires effort. Instead of passively waiting for the next opportunity, we began acting. When problems arose, we always asked ourselves if we were approaching the solution with vigor. Because of our approach that year, we drastically changed the course of our future. We always had a clear picture of what to do. There was never any doubt as to what we should do. Examples of yearly themes. One of my favorite themes was the year of growth. It was the perfect example of a theme that is simple, general, and applicable. When I consider a theme, I want something that can apply to multiple areas of my life. For me, that includes improving physically, intellectually, emotionally, socially, spiritually, or financially. That year, I wanted to grow physically by adopting a healthy diet. I grew in my intellectual and emotional capacity by becoming consistent with meditation and journaling. Regarding our finances, I received two promotions during that year, and we bought our first house. I grew my relationship with my oldest daughter by increasing the amount of quality time we spent together. We also grew our family as we welcomed our second child. I even found time to devote more time to my spirituality. When I look back, I'm amazed by how much we accomplished that year. We didn't outline any goals. There were no New Year's resolutions. A simple one-worded theme sparked all of it. 
In retrospect, the most surprising thing was the year of growth was 2020. While the world was reeling, we were fortunate enough to have one of our best years ever. I think I made more personal improvements during 2020 than I have during any other year in my life. Sometimes themes don't work out as smoothly, but the beauty of them is that you can change and pivot. They don't have to be tied to a year. After having such a wonderful year in 2020, I had a rather confusing and difficult year in 2021. My original theme was connection. It didn't stick at all. After a few months, I realized I needed a change. I was searching for stability, and so the theme switched to the year of grounding, as in becoming grounded. It wasn't until the year was almost over that I realized it hadn't been the year of grounding either. I hadn't been looking for stability. I had been looking for clarity. When I finally realized that, the whole year clicked into place. I finally understood what it was I had been seeking. Reframing how I thought about that year helped me realize, though it had been difficult, it had been a vital step toward improving myself. It was not a failure. It might have been the most important year of my life. Lessons learned about yearly themes. Yearly themes have transformed my life. I imagine I will continue creating themes throughout it. They help me have personal accountability without guilt. They give me focus and allow me to live with intention. This is the year of resilience for me. It's a large part of why I started the Autodidact Archive. This year, I want to try things. Things I always wanted to try, but was too afraid to do. I like to think of it as the year of testing and iteration. This is the year that I changed my relationship with failure resiliently.